Hey guys, what's going on? It is the week of Friday, March 23rd, 2012. This is the Comic Vine Podcast. I am Sarah. I'm here with Tony. Hello. And it's just the two of us. In this weird big room. In this weird big room. So if you if you don't know, if you haven't heard, um, we, we are now, uh, Comic Vine is now a part of CBS Interactive, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So we're at a completely new office. We are dealing with completely new equipment. So maybe the podcast is going to sound a little bit better because our equipment is so much fancier. It's so much nicer, um, but it's new. So so bear with us. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah, we know what we're doing. Yeah. And and here, of course, I'm trying to take a a picture while we're doing this, so yeah, I can post this. Yeah. So people can see. Maybe I'll just do it later. Yeah, you should just do it later. Stand up and yeah, and yeah, focus. Um, so, so let's get started talking about some of this week's, uh, comics. So we've got a lot of, uh, books that came out this week. We yeah. had big books too, like Batman. Yes. Um, issue seven of Batman came out this week by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. Mm-hmm. And Tony, you reviewed that. You gave it a five. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. As a five. Yeah. It's, five. it's getting, it's getting pretty crazy. Um, really big developments, uh, uh, as far as Nightwing is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, Things are, yeah, it's pretty. There's a symbolism at the beginning. Sure. Yeah, um, it's pretty cool. It, it it kind of changes. I mean, it's, it's like this happened, but we never knew that this happened. And that this this is very symbolic because it's it's basically saying like the court of owls exists. You know, this happened. Batman Bruce didn't know this happened, and just like he didn't know the court of owls existed. Right. So that's that's just insane. So yeah. there's Dick Grayson stuff. Well, that's the, like that's the whole premise of the story. So, so this is these are things that Bruce didn't know um and he's discovering and he he thought the city was his and he's finding out that it's not nope. and that he doesn't have control over everything which like Batman being out of control is probably the scariest thing mm-hmm. which I mean that is his biggest weakness right because he has to be con- in control of everything yeah he's extremely way, arrogant yeah. I mean he's crazy too because he dresses up like a bat and runs around Gotham mm-hmm. City but He's he's extremely arrogant, and he needs to be in charge all the time, mm-hmm. even in the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Always in charge. And he's got problems. Bites him in the butt. Bites him in the butt. Exactly. <laughs> I was going to say the other word. I was going to. We could, but let's move on. Though we, yeah. we've got so, so many books. Yeah. To so this I mean, week. but but I just want to say, I mean, there there's so many like little things. This wasn't like heavy action packed, like you know, some like especially the last couple. But there's just all these little things, and you know they're going to come back, and it's just. Just he, it's just like Scott's building upon everything that he's doing. So, Justice League number seven. Justice League number seven was garbage. I don't know what you happened. you gave us a three. I would I have given it a, it a two. I gave it a three because Ugh. because of the backup with Shazam oh. by Gary Frank. Well, okay, that, and I, I mentioned it in my review. I yeah. said it, it redeemed it a little bit. Yeah. So, um, Gene Ha, I normally I, I dig really his like art. Him. There's some. It was very rough in some spots. It's a little sloppy. Like, there's this one part. I mean, I, I showed you right away that the Wonder Woman's face and when they're all well, jumping yeah, down. but and then I when I actually read it, I was like, no, that's the least of the problems. But Batman's face when Batman looks like Catman. He's like mad at at Hal, and he's like, and he's like, it's almost like he's biting his bottom lip there, and yeah, and and Hal Jordan on that same page, he's got this like sideways smirk and. I don't know what happened, Gene Ha. And it's 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 upsetting because I I really like his. Well, I don't really really like it. I'm but I, I'm a fan of his stuff from, from what I recall, and it just was off. I I thought it was very cheesy. Uh, I don't know. 
And then Etta James, or Etta, Etta James, Etta, <laughs> Etta Candy, Candy. She, she changed, which is fine. I hope they, they do something. I thought something. that was pretty cool. I hope they do something. I mean, there's things they could explore without overdoing it, without, you know, it, I, I understand they want to do diversity. So for those who haven't read it, Etta Candy's race has not changed. She's African-American. Again, that's great, but I, I, I don't want them to do it just to do it. Because like we saw Morgan Edge in Superman number one. Same thing, you know, his race changed, but let's explore something without overdoing it, you know, because if not handled properly, it could just seem really forced and that would not be. Oh, I was thinking that it's like, okay. I mean, there's some things that could add to it, but I don't know. My big question is Flashpoint merged these three timelines. How does the, the, the little changes we've seen, how does that change a person's race? They're just born into a different family. I guess. It could be that easy. Okay. All right. Iron Man, um, 514. So, Invincible Iron Man. Basically, what's going on here, there's a demon, part five. Tony Stark, he got drunk right before um, Fear, Fear Itself. I can't remember what it was called. And people know. So, basically, the government, wants they wanted all the records of his biometric stuff. Basically, they're, they're saying if he's drinking, he can't be Iron Man. Because it, it's it's a huge weapon, but Iron Man is like part of him, and so he's dealing with all that. It kind of seems a little extreme that they can just come in and like demand all this stuff because he's just like a regular citizen. It's not mm-hmm. like you know he he's an enlisted, but even though he's an Avengers, mm-hmm. so it, it's it's interesting. So this is this big plan being orchestrated, and it's all leading up to they they had teasers like Iron Man No More. Mm-hmm. So some things are happening there. Um, great art, Salvador Laroca. Matt Fresh. I just want great. That it's 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 a good team. Yeah, Roca's really good. Yeah, and plus the fact this is like I don't even know how many issues there are because they 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 changed the numbering. Mm-hmm. They've I I don't think Laroca's taken a like a a filler a issue because yeah. that's the thing with with um Justice League and someone asked this um Jim Lee is not on here. He's taking a two issue break, so he will be back. But yeah. I don't think Laroca has taken a break. No, and it's been. 40-something issues. I don't even know how many issues there are since, like I said, they renumbered it. So mm-hmm. that's good. John Carter, The Gods of Mars for Marvel. Limited, limited series, five I issues. Liked, I like this. So if you watch the movie, it picks up right after the film. And uh, it's actually a really interesting book. Ooh, yeah. um, the art is really pretty. I forget mm-hmm. the name of the artist. Uh, um, um, but the art's great. Uh, Ramon Perez. Ramon Perez. Sounds familiar. Okay. Yeah. He did something else recently. Yeah. It's really good. It's it's really pretty, you know. It's a little bit more abstract. Um, so, so you deal with like one of the scenes that we saw in the John Carter film, like the Disney movie, uh, was John is trying to deal with the difference in gravity mm-hmm. on Mars, and so we see a little bit of that in the beginning of the issue. Then we find out that you know he hasn't been there in years, which is taking up right after the film. Like at the end of the film. Oh, so he did. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Because he so did. This is like the continuation. You know, this is like what happens next. Like when John Carter returns to Mars, what's he going to do? Like, what's the first thing he's going to do? He's going to look for Deja because yeah, he what's hasn't changed. Seen. Yeah. So, and Deja is missing. Um, Don't spoil it all. Well, I mean, yeah. But that, that's, that's all I'll say. Um, what I'm hoping is that they won't turn Deja into a damsel in distress because mm-hmm. one thing I really liked about the movie is that she didn't play that role. You know, sure, he had to help her out a little bit, but she had to help him too in some scenes, and and so that that's something I'm hoping they they sort of uh, don't do. But yeah, it was pretty good, solid story, really pretty art, and it's a first issue, so you and can it's definitely. All ages. And it's all ages, so you can pick it up and jump in. 
Yeah. Jump. Was that the, the, the one Alien kept saying, telling him to jump in the movie? Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, that's funny. What, what, what kind of bothers me a little bit about this is if they are doing this, it kind of, you know, what happens if there's a sequel then? But chances are that there may not be a sequel. Well, I mean, they could still do the sequel, but this can be a standalone story, don't yeah. you think? Well, I mean, if, if they do a sequel, I would hope that they would tell the story, like what happens when... Oh, I, yeah, of course, of course. But the movie, I guess, lost a lot of money. Oh, it did? Yeah. I, I think they. I, I think someone said it was like it lost close to 200... I don't remember how much really? it cost. They honestly, I don't know if it was 200 million. Like, they really did not advertise that movie, and then, then honestly. The well, there is a whole name thing, because they didn't want to call it John Carter Mars, because they said women wouldn't want to see a movie about Mars, and they couldn't call it Princess of Mars, because boys wouldn't want to see a movie with the princess in there, so it's just ridiculous. So John Carter, I think, it's like, what's that? I, I, I think I think that John Carter of Mars would have been the perfect name. Yeah, and and you just show commercials, you have posters, you see yeah, what it's and about. Have like have like the two of them in the freaking things. Yeah, like they, all you have are. Uh, they could do they could do multiple campaigns. They could show they could do something focus on the action, focus on the love story, focus on the sci fi. Absolutely, we it's, should, we it's should a, it's a marketing people. I, I really think that it's a movie anybody can enjoy. Yeah, so except it, maybe my mom. She doesn't like. It's, it's too bad. She only likes romance. Novellas. Well, no, like she my likes. My parents watch novellas. She, no, all the time. she like watches these really boring movies. <laughs> it's funny when we or quote. like super dramatic movies that are depressing, mm-hmm. and you know you sit there. I don't know. Like it's fine to watch a drama. Like it's entertaining sometimes. Mix it up a little. But you really have to like be in the mood to watch something that's going to drain you, mm-hmm. and then you're going to walk away from it like crying. Like I don't know. That's just such a negative experience. I don't want to do that all the time. Mm-hmm. So every time I watch a movie with her, it's like bring a box of tissues because she's going to watch something depressing. Yeah. But at, at my parents' house when we go to visit, it's like all they watch are novellas. Yeah, and it's funny because my daughter would. My grandmother. She would. She's like. She's like. Oh, the TV's on because she doesn't. You know, watch a lot of TV. Can't watch those though, right? Well, well, she doesn't watch a lot of TV. So Mm -hmm. when when she's there and the TV's on, she'll sit on the couch next to him. No idea what's going on. People dramatic. People getting pushed downstairs. And oh yeah, is that why? Is that why in Disneyland she always sits in Mickey Mouse's chair watching the TV? Maybe I don't know. I mean, yeah, because she doesn't watch a lot of TV, and 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 I mean, I'm glad that she loved the black and white original Mickey's, Mm -hmm. and you know, like I, I I told you like got a dvd i was able to find the first volume of the, the classic whatever it's called in spotlight it, mm-hmm. it was really cool so let's move on <laughs> um batman beyond unlimited this is number two so this i guess prince these stories have been online they do the digital first and there's two stories so we have the batman beyond story and the focus here is a lot on um dana terry's girlfriend mm-hmm. kind of girlfriend because she's mad at him and always because he's always disappearing. But her brother returned, and there's some mystery, and he's, he's kind of bad. And I guess we can mention it because his first issue, he has some connection to the Jokers. So he's he's kind of a bad guy, and he's not taking his meds. And, he yeah, he's doing some bad things. And he, he got in a fight with his dad. But what's cool is it, it's kind of almost pushing it or maybe not really exploiting a little bit. I mean, I don't know how you feel about the whole Beyond universe. Do you want to see characters that you know from current characters in the future or do you feel that's like exploiting it like no here, why not here. i mean if you can if you can explore the past you can explore the future too and I think you can cool. always change the future you know mm-hmm. like like in flashpoint we change the past we can change or well we change the present yeah but we can always change the future so so you can have these stories like okay if if the timeline continues in this way, nobody messes up with the timeline again. These are the characters that can exist. Mm-hmm. 
if somebody messes with it, then those characters may not exist, and these new characters would exist, and these new plot lines would, would you know, mm-hmm. develop. So there's so much you can do with the future, and I feel like you have way more flexibility. Yeah, and it's it's an alternate timeline, so you can do what you yeah, want. Do absolutely what you want. Doesn't matter. That was my thing. It's like I want to know, like, what happened to the Flash? You know, what happened to Wonder Woman? You mm-hmm. know, where are all these? Where are all the other heroes? Because in the animated series, you know, there was a Justice League. In, in yeah, a you did episodes, see those. But they're they, they all like different characters, except for Superman. You know, and, and mm-hmm. Barda. So, but it's like I want to know where's everyone else. And in the first miniseries, we saw a lot of. You know, the returning characters like we saw Hush, we saw Dick Grayson, you know, and it was really cool. So in this story, there's a couple characters from sort of from the current timeline. And one was really cool. I'm really curious what's going to happen there. And then the second story um, is Justice League Beyond. So that's the Dustin Wynn, Derek Verdals. So that's an interesting story. And it's really cool. So people should check that out. Uh, Avengers X Sanction number four. That's how I felt about this. Oh, no. It's just... Okay, the whole story... Well, the whole uh, Extinction books have been really... It's just... Kind of... This is supposed to be leading up to... But does it feel like that? I mean, could could they have done this in one issue? It's just... it's Okay, so the thing is, Cable didn't die during Second Coming. Right. He's in the future. He yeah. sees this apocalyptic future, ashes, and he finds Blacksmith. And they're like, this world is destroyed because Hope died. Hope Summers, his, his adopted whatever daughter you want to call her. And the Avengers are responsible for her not being around to save the world. So he's like, okay, I'm going to go back in time and I'm going to stop the Avengers from, from harming hope. And he goes out and he hunts them down once in a while. You know, that's kind of cool and everything. He's, he's taking them out. But the whole thing is while they're fighting and everything. And then, you know, Wolverine, Spider-Man come because they're like, and Cyclops and hope are there. And they're like, cable, you're, you're going crazy. You're attacking everyone. And he's like, no, no, I got to save hope. I got to save hope. And, but it's like, Maybe instead of just attacking everyone, why not like try talking to him and saying, "Hey, I was in the future. I saw this. We need to make sure this doesn't happen." You know, rather than just attack them and then get in this big fight. And it's got a kind of crazy ending, which I'll be honest, I'm not a hundred percent sure what this means. Mm-hmm. Um, all I will say is we haven't seen Cable in any of the the teasers. Yeah, that's true. Doesn't necessarily mean what that might imply. You'll you'll have to look at this later because I was just like, uh, okay, so it's but it was, it was just did it feel like a, a why the heck did they bring him back? It was kind of because and then like I said, I'm not really sure how it ends, but there's there's cool things when he you know he goes to the Avengers Mansion, he finds all this like future technology that he uses, he brings back to take out the Avengers, you know. So there's like some cool things there, like why is there a Gambit staff with um, Stark technology embedded in it? You know, it's just like all this weird stuff, and I feel like they didn't really explore that, and just just the whole him attacking. You know, it, it's it's like we like seeing a hero fighting a hero. You know, it's it's always over some misunderstanding, and then they end up working together, right? You know, and that gets a little old. You know, but so that's basically what this was. It was almost like Cable attacking Avengers, but it didn't really go anywhere, and. Whether he succeeded in his mission, I mean, obviously we have Avengers versus X Men coming, so right. I don't know. Uncanny X Men number nine. Um, this, I'm, I'm kind of torn. I, I like this, but mm-hmm. I, I, it almost felt like it was a little bit of a filler. It's 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 not a, a single um, self contained story. It's going to continue in the next issue, but there is this huge threat attacking the world. You know, th- multiple threats, and you know, so Cyclops is like. My extinct, extinction team, we got to go and do all this stuff. 
And then because it's this global threat everywhere, the Avengers show up and then they're kind of working together and everything. That felt a little forced to me. It's like, hey, let's team these guys up. And you know, we saw that in a, a couple other issues where the Avengers showed up. I mean, they're working together. You know, they're getting along. They're friends. Obviously, all that's going to turn around. So it almost feels like they're trying to throw that this, this friendship that they respect each other. They're working together. And then obviously mm-hmm. everything's going to twist and, to and they're going to the fight. So there's some cool things. There's a um, – I, when I, I did review this, and I kind of said there's like different layers. So you got all that action stuff. That's cool. And there's there's like kind of looking some of the characters. Like mm-hmm. you kind of go into magic because she's basically a prisoner of the of the X Yeah, of her own powers. Yeah, right? because they don't trust her. Right. Because she's deadly because you know she did something she's not supposed to. Some you know, bad taking things. people's souls and you know. Well, stuff magic like that. is pretty cool though. Yeah, she's really cool, and and the fact that they use her on missions because they need a teleporter, but mm-hmm. she's still a prisoner, but it's, it's just so it's, it's like kind of twisted in a way that they're doing this. They're, but that, that's entrusting her with a lot of responsibility. Don't you think they, they have a fail safe in, in place, which some people question Cyclops reasoning, but obviously I, you have to assume Cyclops knows what he's doing, you know, cause he thinks everything strategically. Um, there's Emma makes an interesting comment, which I think they're, there's got to be some ramifications. I, I oh, mentioned that, that to you. That thing, yeah. I think that's that's going to mean something's going to happen, and that's Good. all I'll say. Good. And um, it's time. Yeah, there's some cool things here, but time for a change. So, so I'm, I'm just weird. It's like I really liked it, but I almost felt like I don't know. Like it, it was just. Le- you it, think- it's like it's just because of the crossovers coming. So let's let's put these guys in the same book. But do you think that this is? Uh- this is actually going to affect the books. You know how writers do this sometimes? They'll, they'll like throw a curveball and then they'll have you thinking like, oh, she's going to hook up with Namor. And then nothing happens. Maybe. They did you that months ago, remember? Yeah, they did, they did lots they did of that times. before. Yeah. She's like, no, I'm happily married. Liar. Well, not married, but happily. Well, you know, in happily in a relationship with a guy who will marry me. It's hard to say, but um, the way, since you kind of mentioned it, was, what it was, I mean, Cyclops was acting kind of weird and what do you mean what he's like off what like, do you mean he's like we need a mission we need a mission but it's like no dude why don't you check on your girlfriend who just had her arm chopped off yeah and right attached the girl lost her arm so i thanks don't for, <laughs> thanks for caring i don't know, you if, know if i lost my arm and my boyfriend like was like oh i gotta go to work uh maybe it's because you take care of it though. he knows she's so tough that she can handle it come on she lost an arm and she's so superficial well, that's what Namor said. She's like, she's like, what am I? Well, she's so vain, you know. Like, yeah. if she lost her arm, that's a really big deal. Yeah. So it's oh man, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's just weird. Um, Cyclops reasoning up there because he's like a mission. I mean, he could take a, a minute, like we just a, a minute, one. to be like, "Hey, are you okay?" Yeah. Did he do that? I don't know. Well, we maybe in between maybe issues, off panel. yeah, because. Um, I don't that doesn't re- count. I don't recall them showing because you know Doctor Nemesis assisted in getting her arm reattached. So I don't remember them showing that. So maybe I don't think I, I'm pretty sure I read the last issue. So I don't know, but I think something's going to happen there. Who knows? But all that's going to be put on hold when the big crossover comes, right? And you know we can talk about that later. I think I think someone asked us about what our thoughts are on that, so we can talk about that. Wonder Woman. I almost so feel like we don't have time to. For you to get you know into what? this. No, I, I don't think we do. But don't, and I, I don't know if you should give it all away, even though the spoilers might be out there. You know the spoilers are out there. It's up to you. It's huge No, stuff. I mean, I'm just going to say that, um, uh, like, the launch of the New 52, Wonder Woman got a different costume. She also got a dad. And now they've completely changed 
her backstory completely. And your thoughts on that? Yay and or my nay? thoughts on that we'll talk about later. Okay. Are you There's really about? nothing to say. This is an amazing book. It, it left me very conflicted because I felt like, oh my gosh, you know, they've completely changed everything. Brian Azarell has changed everything. But I was at the edge of my seat reading this story like, holy crap, this is so good. This book is so good. And I can't deny that it was a good issue or that it like, and say that it was a bad issue because it was fantastic. I still got to read it. It's really good. Um, even if I, you know what I mean? Like, it's not my job to tell a writer what to do mm-hmm. in terms of, of story. Yeah. You know? it's, it's, it's his job to do it. And yeah. And you, either, and you, you know like what? It or not. It was surprising and it was interesting and it was different and it was fine. Yeah. Cause, I mean, it, it worked is what you're saying. Yeah. It, no, it, it absolutely it works. And you know, what's interesting is that the, the changes that he made completely, uh, make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at Greek mythology and you look at the Amazons in Greek mythology and, and, and different city-states like the Spartans, they did those things mm-hmm. that we see in this issue. You know, this is part of, of ancient Hellenistic culture and it's, it's something that they talked about and that, they, that we saw inside of, you know, their mythology. So this isn't like he's pulling it out of his butt being like, oh, okay, they're going to be these cruel mm-hmm. B-words. But but he's you know? he's not just changing like let's do something crazy and and no, edgy. He, it, there, it, it makes it sense. Actually, it works. It actually kind of makes more sense. And then there, there's obviously so much. So and a lot of people go a lot are with. like, uh, but I I like it. So you know, but I'm crazy. And, and something that that they'll have to explore. Definitely, so and I think that it's door. you know what I think is cool is that he's like changing these things, and he he it almost makes more sense now than mm-hmm. it's before, and. Now he's going to have room to develop the character the way he wants to. Hopefully he stays on the book. Yeah. I don't I know if it's official, it. but I, I, I thought I remember someone saying something that he didn't really like Wonder Woman. Uh, he didn't really read Wonder Woman. He didn't really know very much about the character. And um, he pitched an idea to Dan Didio. He, he just sort of like said it. And he was like, oh, that's actually pretty cool. And... You know how you've got Scott Snyder, who is this huge Batman fan on the Batman books, mm-hmm. and that works. Sometimes maybe it's a good thing not to be a little detached to to be completely detached or a lot detached, and go into the character with sort of a really fresh perspective. Mm-hmm. Because a character like Wonder Woman is really tied down by a lot of history and a lot of like trying to please people and make everybody happy and. People are always a little bit afraid with her because she's iconic. She's the oldest female character, right? Or, well, I don't want to say that, but she's yeah, one, of the, a, one of the oldest and she's extremely girls, prominent. I think. Yeah. But Sh- she's, Shanna, she dealt with one of those, I don't remember. But I think that her identity is sort of a mystery. And so people have like a hard time understanding how is she a warrior, but she's still compassionate. And how do you write that? Because that's, that's a hard thing to write. And she's not written like that in Justice League. She's written like a dummy in Justice League. See, that's my other problem with, with Justice League. And 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 I some people said I was nitpicking. In no, my, in my, you're no, not. Because there's there's like no continuity. I know sometimes you gotta let that go. I totally get that and, and you know that's fine. But when you look at the way the Justice League issue, and I know we're going back to that, but it's like how does Wonder Woman fit in Hell Jordan? He's you know, he's at the mercy of Sinestro, basically, because you mm-hmm. know he lost his ring. He's using the ring that the Sinestro made. Yet there he is making little umbrellas for the Justice League in the rain. So it's like, when does that story take place? Is it before Green Lantern number one, or is it after the current tribe indigo or 
Secrets of the Indigo Tribe. It's and and that that bothers me. And maybe I shouldn't let it because I should just focus on the story. But it just doesn't make sense. You know, no, they, it, they don't feel like the same. No, characters. I completely understand what you're saying, and I I can. I understand. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm not crazy about Justice League as a book. So this issue, uh, this, this is issue was especially bad. It was the lowest one I, I, I review I, rating I gave it. But like I said, the, I oh, we, we didn't even talk about the the Shazam part. I mean, interesting. It's different. Um, Billy Batson's character is different. I like how it was kind of set up. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious to see where it goes. So yeah. So and and again, that's what made the issue. And it's good that we actually get a backup instead of like writers or, or artists commentary you know that stuff's kind of cool once in a while yeah. it was it was cool in action comics number one but then after that it's like i don't know yeah. so if you're gonna make a comic 399 make it give me something more honestly that's more like like online content too mm-hmm. yeah, you know what i'm it, saying I don't, it, it's cool to like see it's but stuff you go to a website and see don't do it every month and charge well, me an extra dollar yeah actually actually yeah absolutely and it's it's funny because but but and that's the thing. So like Batman right now is two ninety nine. That is going up to three ninety nine. But we're gonna get backup stories, and that's the ones where it's, it's gonna be Scott writing, and then like Raphael Albuquerque is gonna be doing the art, mm-hmm. which is gonna be really cool, I imagine, because um, I think he posted an image today on Twitter, and not from the comic, but just a different take on Batman. It's just really uh, it's cool. Cool. Thunderbolts one seventy one. Mm-hmm. So this is a focus on Moonstone, and I have to say. I'm happy. See, look at this image right here. This is like classic. Almost, it almost looks like Mark Bagley's art. I really liked her look here, the costume, the the, the harness, and her hair. Lately, she had her, like really short hair. You know how I feel about short hair. No offense to anyone with short yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I like that her hair is is growing out a little more. So she's she takes a Gro- vacation. You're so funny. You say growing out like it's actually growing out. Yeah. But then the interesting thing, and I won't mention this, but look what happens to her. And something happens to her hair, and something happens to more than her hair. Uh-oh. And it's like, and so, I mean, this is really cool because it's focusing on her, and then it's kind of some, there she goes through some changes. So this was a really good issue. I really like this. I didn't, I don't really, I haven't been digging the Thunderbolts trapped in the past storyline. Mm-hmm. And I guess they're just going to stay trapped in the past because, um, We'll talk. We could talk about it later. I haven't seen a lot of Moonstone since Dark Avengers. I, I'm right? not even sure where she's at. Honestly, I, I, I think she's in the past. I I haven't been reading Thunderbolts lately because Corey's been reading them. Oh yeah, Corey's not here obviously today. Um, oh sorry guys. Yeah, maybe next week we'll see. Um, but I believe the Thunderbolts are staying stuck in the past, and that's where because at WonderCon they talked about the the, the title is sort of switching to Dark Avengers, and we can talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Hood and Outlaws number seven. So this kind of picks up from the first this issue. Wait, this isn't Greg Land, is it? That that one image, if you're looking at the, the kind of page three, it kind of looks like a Greg Land image. All, all of it looks like Greg Land, actually. I don't, I don't think it is. I could be wrong. It's not. But it, there's, there's some similarities. So That is so funny that they drew, they drew chest hair on this guy. You don't see it that often, unless it's like Wolverine. Um. So Red Hood and Outlaws, this is picking up. So in the first issue, we saw this. Well, you you referred to her as a, as a smoke smoke girl or something like that. Smoke yeah, lady. it's a smoke girl. So she is from this mystical, the all cast. And we've seen that Jason Todd spent some training there, just like ancient He spent some special, special time with her. So we find out more about her, what her connection to Jason is. And mm-hmm. and there's some action. There's some fighting. There's some technology. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. it's got the... The, again, the art—it's almost like it's too. Everyone's too pretty. 
I, you know, Kenneth Roquefort, he, he does an amazing job, but it's just, it's almost like, uh, like you, you love Kenneth Roquefort. I'm, I don't love him. I, I don't know if I'd say I love him, but I, I think I, I dig I, him. Like I see some problems with the anatomy and a lot of his. Yeah, like sometimes people are like, sometimes. Too, like you know, Jason can be a little too skinny and. Or and, no, sometimes his head is too big for his body, yeah. or his arm, like one arm's bigger than angle. the other. No, some sometimes I see some some problems, and I think uh, I think it's pretty like overall, like it's it's very pretty in like a, a Jim Lee sort of a way, and or the like colors a, too. Mark Silvestri kind of a way, but there's some. I've yeah. That's yeah. all I'll say. Blonde does the colors. Ever seen blonde? No. He's a big dude. He's he's big. His name he's he's blonde. <laughs> he does have blonde hair, but he's a big like a, almost like a big muscle guy. That's funny. So, but he does very nice colors. Super Crooks by Mark Miller and Linnell Francis Yu. I did not read this. It's actually pretty good. I have to read that. Um, you know who so, went to read this? Who? Norman Chan, who's not here. Oh. So he's gonna have to visit. Uh, he's either gonna have to buy it or come visit. He's us. gonna have to buy it, I guess. Uh, this is actually pretty good. Um, as you know, I don't adore Mark Miller like you guys do. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with him as a person. Just just don't, some, it's, some, it's, of, it's, some of his work I haven't – right. Yeah, he's not okay. writing for me. But I kind of like this book. Um, so it's a bunch of super crooks, you know, super villains. Not really villains, but they're criminals um, like Rob Banks. And uh, what happens when they – can't anymore you know because the heroes are too strong or there are too many heroes they decide to go to europe so that's the solicit if you read this issue that is exactly what happens in this issue it is or not there are no surprises in this issue which was my my problem with it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. if if it's like watching a movie trailer if you if you sit through the trailer and you know everything that happens in the movie why am i going to go and buy the or buy the tickets to see the freaking movie you know what i mean Mm -hmm. why am i going to waste my time so i felt like that a little bit still well written you do get like a sense of who the characters are and one issue in you already feel a little bit like like you care about them which is Mm -hmm. cool so that's cool yeah it's fun the interesting thing this is still from icon but i think he's moving away from icon he is he's talking about doing his own imprint miller world so Mm -hmm. that's that's going to be interesting Mm because um i read kick-ass 2 this is um the final issue of the it, it says at the end end of book two but this is, or no, it's at end of book three, mm-hmm. but this is like the second one. So how's this book three? Unless, unless let, me, let me see the super crooks. Unless, um, I can't remember if, if the original kick-ass, if maybe they, that was split into two, like his origin and then the second part of the story. So kick-ass two, um, it's, it's basically finishing the fight between kick-ass, Dave, and the, the guy formerly known as Red Mist. Who doesn't go by that name anymore? Mm-hmm. Goes by a, a naughty name. Um, the the fight there there there's a lot of bickering, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, it it just didn't feel right because I've been enjoying this, you know. And there there's look at look on the back. There's a little quote from Comic Vine oh, cool. that's actually from issue four. The review. Mm-hmm. Um, they like the quote so much. They I think all the quotes on the back are the same quotes from the last. Like, oh yeah, I don't think issues. they probably haven't changed them. Yeah. So, um, but there's there's a lot of like petty bickering between um, Kickass sure, and Red Mist, and it's it's almost comical, but not in a funny way. So, are you saying that this this was a little bit of a letdown? Are you saying that it didn't feel like it ended? No, it it definitely ended. Uh huh. Um, I just I don't know, it it 
it didn't really end how I wanted, I guess. Oh. So it's just, it, there was just a lot, like some of the fighting is just, I don't know. It just felt like something was missing because there was like all this buildup, all this craziness. And then a lot of the fighting, there's like, you know, he's like, get away from me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> like, like they're almost like pushing each other. And it was like, hey, girls, like, you're going to hit someone? You know, it's, it's just, it was just kind of silly. Silly. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, Supergirl, this was all right. Um, she's fighting these people. Attack of the World Killers. And you don't love it? I I was a big fan of like the first few issues, except for that 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 guy. The, what's his name? We, we always forget his name. The, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the that, that's how, how much we liked him because no one liked him. The Lex Luthor clone. That, that oh, we yeah. He like. had a silly name. So this is what, – what's interesting here is you know, we see her. She's using her powers. She's, you know, she, she's really powerful. There's some stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and maybe part of the problem with the New 52 is we're seeing new villains every once in a while, which is cool. Let's create something new. Let's give, you know, the chance like that. But on the other hand, sometimes it's like you want to see a familiar villain and see what sure, they're like. Yeah. So when you got some, I guess you're not invested in brand new. In those characters. You know, yet. you got to win me over. What I did like, they use Kryptonian here. I, I don't remember if they did in, in previous issues, but in the beginning, like they used those, um, greater than or less than, I forget what they're called, the, the, the pointy brackets, pointy mm-hmm. parentheses, when, to, to show that they're talking Kryptonian. So I like that they actually use a Kryptonian alphabet because my concern was that the Kryptonian alphabet wasn't going to make it into the New 52. And since I got my Kryptonian tattoo, which whatever, wouldn't matter, but it still exists. X-Factor 233. So this is dealing with Jamie Madrix. Um, so he's back. People, he didn't die, obviously, because he's been running around through time. But Hawkeye and Polaris are here. So what's that going to mean for Jamie? Because he was the leader, but now he's not. Mm-hmm. Maybe he is or he's not. So um, I asked the, the art, Leonard Kirk, some, some parts didn't work for me. But there's some cool things here. Um, so it's, it's worth, worth checking out if, if you like the team and mm-hmm. you want to see what happens to Jamie and Layla Miller. Yeah. And interesting developments. Um, Catwoman number seven. Oh, people liked this. I didn't. I haven't read it yet. I didn't like it. So uh, it's, it's a new artist, which is fine. That that's it, it was fine. It could be a um, fill-in. Could be a fill-in, but you know it's a different artist. And um, so weird. So the stuff we saw in the beginning, you know, dealing with her insecurities, mm-hmm. uh, we're not really addressing that anymore, um, which feels strange to me because there were definitely some really big things that happened the first few issues and to not see that stuff come up again um seven issues in it feels strange uh we've got um a new character spark that is introduced he's boring i'm not interested it's too bad yeah i mean maybe it'll be interesting issue eight but right now it just feels stupid and um she's still really irresponsible and you would think that she would start thinking about other people and, she got someone killed. and how her actions affect other people, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, um, in the overall grand scheme of things. Yeah. But it feels like she hasn't learned anything from letting her friend get killed. So, which is such a disappointment because Catwoman's kind of smart and yeah, she's totally. not written as smart as she can be. What's going on, Judd? Huh? So what's going on, Judd? I know. I'm getting sad about it. Uh, Captain America, number nine. Mm-hmm. So Captain America lost his powers. Mm-hmm. They're trying to figure out what's going on. Sharon, there's a lot of Sharon Carter in here, which is cool because she kicks some butt here. She's trying to figure out some things too. So there's, there's a lot going on. And of course, Alan Davis. Love Alan Davis and Mark Farmer. So that's good. Um, Deadpool. Deadpool wants to die. 
He wants to be with his yeah, love. Yeah, he wants to be that, with his love. Um, so basically there is – someone came up with this, this serum, this antidote that would take away his healing factor. And he wants that so he can actually die because he can't die. You know, he gets his head chopped off. He regenerates and all that stuff. Like that's how we had the, the, the evil Deadpool. I forget what his name was. So he's, he's trying to like manipulate X-Force into helping him find a serum because he's saying, hey, this is a threat to all mutants. But I think it's really geared – I forget if it's just geared towards him. So, so he wants to help to find it because he wants to use it. But mm-hmm. they don't know that he wants to use it. You, know, he, right. you can't tell him, hey, I want to kill myself because then they'd be like, oh, you can't do that. That's not right. So it's, 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 it's interesting. Um, something happens at the end is all I'll say. Mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man. So the end of the earth begins here. So Dan Slott, Stefano Caselli. Um, Doc Ock has this big crazy plan. He's, he's dying. Sinister Six are here. I really like this issue. I know uh, um, Elfring really liked this too. He, he gave it a five out of five. So there's some crazy stuff happening. I, I really like what they're doing with Peter Parker and mm-hmm. working at Horizon Labs. And... It's, it, that's kind of got me thinking, so I think that needs to be explored some more. So we'll see where this goes. I mean, he, he's making a lot of inventions, and so you would think he's making money off of that. You know, we know he's got a fancy apartment now, but if he's patenting all these things, so kind of makes you wonder. Like, because I, I think I wrote about that before. It's like, should like all these smart people, you know, all the geniuses, should they be instead of fighting crime, should they be like trying to save mankind? You know, mm-hmm. like Reed Richards, he can design all, you know, he can build a spaceship to go on the other side of the universe, but he could, like, cure some of the Earth's problems instead. So, I guess it's one of those things you're not supposed to think about. Nightwing number seven. So, this is continuing. Um, this kind of crosses Connects. a little bit with, with Batman. Yeah. That scene is played here. You know, we, we kind of see that and we, you know, we see stuff from before and stuff from after. But this is, is tying up the story with um, Psycho. The, the the killer guy that knows who he is and all the, the fighting and stuff like that. So this was good. A lot of action. And it's interesting seeing, you know, the connection with, with, with Bruce and mm-hmm. all that. Birds of Prey. This was all right. Um, I I want to like the series. You know, I, I really like Dwayne Straczynski. I don't know what it is so far. It's like I haven't read all seven issues consistently. You know, I usually kind of flip through it. Mm-hmm. It just feels like something's off. Like black, like black Canary doesn't really feel like Black Canary to me. And then now we got Batgirl here, which should be cool, you know, because they should be together. Batgirl should be with them, but it's it's Batgirl, not Oracle, which is kind of weird. Poison Ivy on here, that 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 could strange, be interesting, doesn't it? Because you're so used to seeing her. Oh, you're, we're so used to seeing her not uh, not play as like a. a like she's an anti-hero. She's yeah, not a villain, yeah. Yeah, really. She, she, you know, she, they're not supposed to kill, but is she? Gonna, she's not really a hero, you know. So I don't know. And this, this other Evelyn or whatever her name is. Yeah. And Katana's on here. So and it, eh. I, I'm, I'm still, I'm still obviously still picking it up, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I think we're just gonna run through. So we got Reed Gunther, uh, Captain Adam, Blue Beetle. Yeah, I think Wolverine. I haven't read the last few issues of Wolverine because mm-hmm. I haven't read issue. I don't know where issue three hundred is. I remember we bought it. I never read it. It was like the when they switched to numbering. Oh, so that's right. I haven't read 301, 302 because I'm waiting three. I should just buy a new copy. Yeah, you should just. Who knows where it's at now? You should just get it from Comixology. True. I should start doing that. Maybe if I get an iPad. I think I might get one. I want to get one. Cool. So get that, one. that's the comics. All right. Um, so let's kind of go through some news. So, yeah, 
We talked a little bit about it. I, I did that little post. We are now part of CBS Interactive. People were concerned. One, one um, concern I saw, because so when I put that post and people were talking about stuff, we didn't have time to really answer anything because right after your announcement, we are both like zooming off to Anaheim for WonderCon mm-hmm. and, you know, so there's all that. Nothing is going to really change. You know, people were concerned that now, are, like, are we going to take stuff away? No, heck no. We're not going to, we, we're never going to take things away. That, that wouldn't make sense. Like, oh, now we're part of another company. We're going to start charging. We still have to subscribe su- subscriptions. So you can still do that. Yeah. And we're going to have hopefully more, more subscriber content more. for you guys. And we can tease. We'll have a new subscriber video on Monday, hopefully. Monday? Okay. That, that, that's hopefully cool. Monday. Um, uh, I guess we can also say that we should hope. Uh, no, don't. No, no, I'm not going to go into specifics. But, okay. But anyway, um, we're, we're, we're looking over. I mean, obviously, we're just, we've only been in the office for a week. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're trying to figure things out, like what we're going to do, where we're going to do it, how we're going to do it. Um, one of the things we're looking at, and it's taking forever to say this, we're going to yeah. try doing more video. So we'll, we'll see what we can do and what works out and yeah. resources, scheduling, because, you know, there's a lot of people in this building. And, you know, so. So this is actually a really good thing. I know you guys have been maybe a little bit concerned about, oh, my God, they're sold out. They're going corporate, blah, blah, blah. But this is actually a good thing for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a bigger cushion for us. If you don't know anything about startups. Um, we don't have a lot of resources at startups and we don't have a lot of money at startups. Um, we were lucky to have had, uh, Shelby, 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 Bonnie, Bonnie, uh, be, be as supportive and and wonderful as he was, but, Mm -hmm. um, it was time for us to, to grow. And this was the obvious next step. And it's a great feeling. Um, you and I feel like, you know, we're getting a lot of support around here and people are getting excited about, um, having, having Comic Vine as an addition to CBS mm-hmm. Interactive. You know, yeah. they don't have a comics site. And they loved what we were doing. And they liked what we were doing. Pat so, on the back. Yeah, so that feels, it feels good to know that. So what it means for you guys as users is that, you know, the site will still be available for free, mm-hmm. as far as we know. Yeah. Um, and uh, you will, if you subscribe, you will get more content, you know, that... And HD videos. Yeah, on, in HD videos. So in a mobile site. Yeah, exactly. Um, a lot of people had questions about the site itself uh, and whether that's going to be changing. And um, we can say right now that nothing's going to change. Yeah, we're not taking anything away. Is, yeah, is, is, is the main thing. We're just gonna we're gonna add more. So your forums are gonna stay the same. Your RPG accounts are gonna stay the same mm-hmm. because I know that that's a big concern. Um, it's not, not nothing's going to change right now. I, I guess one thing I may have just mentioned this might give them credit is they they paid for us to go to WonderCon. I mean, bef- before things were even like the ink was even dry, they're like, yeah, go ahead. You know, you guys want to do this? Go. So I mean, so thank you for for that. So speaking of WonderCon, um, I think most most of our our, our videos are up. Not I thought it was all of them. There there's like there's an art challenge. We can oh mention right that. right. Yeah. And then, then the off their minds will yeah. come down. To well, road. the most important video, uh, Scott Lobdell's interview. <laughs> Scott Lobdell, yeah, he took up. the mic and you gotta, you gotta watch that because he he starts talking to Eddie Briganza. It's, it's like, what's going on here? He starts talking. It's 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 Scott Lobdell. Yeah, he he loves comic buying, which is great. And and so WonderCon, it was weird in Anaheim. The weather was crummy, but it was crummy up here too. My gosh, it was so cold. Yeah, rainy, windy. Saturday was the worst. I had been in Mexico 
and then I came to cold Anaheim. That was not fun for me. Yeah. So um, hopefully you guys enjoyed our coverage, our videos. I mean, yeah. it, it just felt like it flew by and it was just you and I. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we each took turns holding the camera. We did it super low budge. Yeah, which was kind of fun, you know, because you, you get in there and... It, you know, was, it was fine. I was fine with it, yeah, yeah, you know? You get the... The, the thing is, like, Joe, working with Joey and Anna, great, love them, going to miss them. But, you know, sometimes it's like, I, I don't know if it's because they got to carry that big old camera and the backpack and you kind of feel, it's like, I just need to do eight more interviews and <laughs> and you can see it or like, okay. And so, I mean, it was. And they got really tired. I mean, that backpack was yeah. really heavy. Yeah. And obviously we did like eight interviews and yeah. an hour. Um, we did less than that this time. Totally. But it was cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had a good time and. We worked pretty hard. Mm-hmm. So watch our videos. It's, especially if you want more videos, you got to watch them. And, you know, check out the cosplay. So Sarah took a bunch of cosplay. Uh, Norm took, took most of it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Norm met us down there, and he, he took a ton of pictures, too. So uh, both of our, our cosplay pictures went up on, on Comic Vine. So you can check that out. And, and just to point out, that was one of the things people were like, oh, Norm's never going to be there anymore. But... That's the thing. He came came down there, so he worked with us. He didn't post it himself. He's like, here, here's all the pictures. Go ahead, post them. So we combined them. And chances are, if I have anything to say about it, he'll be going to San Diego with us. Yeah, yeah maybe so. he'll come in for a podcast or something, yeah. too. Yes. You know, I mean, we still live relatively close to Norm. And we so. have, how many more mics are over there? A lot. I can't even see them all because there's so many screens. I'm, I'm, I'm almost scared back here without... All his keyboards and... I can only see Tony's <laughs> forehead. <laughs> and I, I just see... And hair. From above. So, yeah, it's, it's like we're in separate rooms almost. Yeah, it's funny. Um, yeah, so check out all our WonderCon stuff and maybe... We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, oh, speaking of WonderCon, so one of the, the, the questions was, is it going to return to San Francisco or is it going to stay down there? This is a big question. And Lots of people were asking this. A lot of rumblings like, oh, it's, it's probably going to stay in Anaheim. You know, it's good for the city and all this stuff. So I, I believe it's at the beat. You know, they they do some good stuff over there. Um, supposedly, WonderCon does want to return to San Francisco. Supposedly, oh, please. Um, but the Moscone Center hasn't given them dates yet. So obviously, this is good for the city, wherever the city's at. You know, there's going to be press. People are going to go. People are going to fly in to go to the convention. Um, but the problem, I, I, my understanding with in San Francisco is. There's not a lot of hotels tied to this, but there's there's quite a few hotels around. So it's like they should like reach out and I don't know. It just seems like you got a convention, you got you know thousands of people. They're going to have to go eat somewhere because not everyone's going to eat convention food. It just seems like you would want to have a convention in your city. Absolutely. As long as it doesn't get insane. You know, there are some advantages to having it in Anaheim. It's obviously closer to Los Angeles, so uh, there's that Hollywood. Factor, you mm-hmm. know, and we we Comic Con is a big draw for people that um, are in movies and live in LA, and it could expand WonderCon a lot. Yeah, but I mean, last um, year they had Green Lantern at WonderCon, which that uh, didn't do well. But it was Warner Brothers; it was they were banking a lot on that. They brought Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively and all them. Yeah, but I mean, I think that it could really help WonderCon expand if they continue to keep it at anaheim there's also a variety of hotels that are a lot less expensive mm-hmm. you got um, all the disneyland hotels yeah all the disneyland hotels are pretty cheap 
Uh, so, so there's a lot, and a lot more hotels to choose from too. Mm-hmm. Um, and Disneyland's right there, which is also kind of nice. It's like a tease. It's like you got to go talk to comic, which is cool, but Disneyland, come on. Yeah. So you just take an, an uh, extended vacation. I don't know. All right. Uh, 300 sequel. I guess it is set for August 2nd, 2013, which. Is Frank Miller involved in that? Uh, I, I think he's, he's got to write the story, which mm-hmm. who knows? I, I don't know what the progress in it. My concern is in August. August supposedly isn't really a good month. No, for movies. August is never a good month like for movies. Scott Pilgrim came out in August. Mm-hmm. Didn't do so well. Mm-hmm. Um, Conan, you know, they're looking, mm-hmm. you know, expecting a lot from Conan. Didn't do well. So I, I think, you know, you have your summer blockbuster. You start in May. Yeah. May's like, you know, May Spider-Man, like Avengers. Big, May's a big month. It's the start of the summer, they say, which mm-hmm. I always thought summer started in June. I guess my calendar is wrong. Where it says your that. calendar's wrong. Christmas also starts in October. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's it's set for August 2nd. It's going to be directed by Noam Murrow. Don't know. I didn't look up to see what he did. Um, it's supposed to star Rodrigo Santoro, Eva, Eva Green. Sounds familiar. Eva Green. I don't know. Um, yeah, and then some other people. So we'll see. Did you hear about Teenage Mutant Ninja t- Alien Turtles? <laughs> oh, Michael Bay. Michael Bay is turning what into aliens. What are you aliens, doing? And people are... Up in arms. Even Elfring was... It's a little ridiculous. Cause they're, I they're, mean, here's, a th- here's what bothers me about it, okay? And I'm not even a huge like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. But this younger generation of kids that are going to be exposed to TMNT for the first time, they're not going TMT to... TMT-8-T or... What? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Alien Turtle Turtles. All right. So, like, um, these kids are going to be exposed to them for the first time, and they're and they're going to think that they're aliens. They're not going to realize that they were actually changed into turtles that eat pizza. And that sucks, you know? I mean, well, and those movies, like, back in the 80s were so I cool. Watched. I never watched them. They were fun. I never watched. I, 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 I read some of the original black and white Eastman mm-hmm. Lard comics. I never read like the Archie stuff. That's where they were more into the pizza and all that stuff. And I, I mm-hmm. never watched the cartoon or the movies. Cause I watched the cartoon and the movies when I was a kid. Anyway, I'm disappointed. Yeah, so Alfring wrote an article about it. He was actually going to do uh, like a, a rant against it. He but, should. Well, the reason he didn't, because then he didn't get to it right away. Like the first day, everyone else started doing rants all over the place. So he, he switched it. I mean, he still kind of gave a rant about it. But he, he, he took some like sound bites or some quotes from other people. And but like what he, what he pointed out, do you really have teenage aliens? You kind of do, but that doesn't really mean the thing, the same thing. And then they're not necessarily mutants because they're aliens. They're not turtles because they're aliens. So I don't know. But supposedly, um, Kevin Eastman, he's on. He's officially on board. He says it's going to be awesome. And I think um, I didn't read the full quote, but I think um, Peter Laird said he he he's okay. He's cool. He likes it. IDW just like relaunched. I think they're like an issue seven or something like that uh, of their new series where they, they it's the same. It's the turtles. Are they're aliens. They're not. So oh, that's okay. the thing. You got this new series that just you know started up, and now they're going to switch everything. Which whatever, but yeah, it's crazy. Um, the darkness one hundred and one came out this week. I just want to point out. So Phil Hester has been working on this for a while, and I know you know a lot of people are getting into the darkness from the video game, which I think th- I haven't even seen the second game. Um, but I guess it's. Better than the yeah. first? I hope so, because yeah. the first one was kind of bad. So um, I, I enjoyed David. I, I was a little, I'm a big Phil Hester fan, but I was like, how's it going to be with, you know, new writer? But because Top Cow's doing the rebirth thing, where after the artifacts, Jackie, he doesn't, he doesn't, he, 
doesn't just save the universe. He kind of recreated it. So things are different. Like Jenny Romano, his, his like high school girlfriend, she, she, and she got killed, but she's back. So he like brought her back. Mm-hmm. Hope is like their daughter. So Sarah Pizzini, if you've been reading Witchblade, she doesn't know she has a kid. No. And, you know, so all that stuff, I believe, I, so I, I, I asked um, David some questions and, you know, so that's going to come down, down the road, but it's, it's, it's a good start. And you got to think about it. It's like, can Jackie have everything he wants? Is he going to be happy? Heck no. I mean, the, the series wouldn't go anywhere. So he, he's going to do some interesting things. He's trying to do some things. It's probably going to blow up in his face. Probably. So, so if you haven't been reading the darkness or haven't read in a while, um, it's, it, it's, it's good. And you can jump right in. Um, so we've been talking about Avengers versus X-Men Marvel announced today that they are going to give another one of those $5 coupons. So if you purchase select comics on the Marvel comics app, you can print out a $5 coupon for your local comic shop. And it's going to be valid between March 25th and March 31st, like certain times, Eastern times. So what does that mean? You get a free comic? You can, yeah, or two. But the thing is, I think when they did this the first time, it was like a total last minute thing. I forgot what issue they did that. And some comic stores didn't know anything about it. And it's like all of a sudden, like, here's a $5 coupon. It's like, how do you redeem that? Who's, who's, who's paying for that? Because I remember like looking at um, coupons at grocery store before. It's like they would get that money back plus like two cents or seven cents or something. You know, so store grocery stores get something back for accepting right. they coupons. make a prom- profit it's a tiny bit but if you take enough or if you encourage people you know whatever right um i don't know how this is gonna work for comic shops that they got to deal with this it's like one per person or whatever but i don't know so there's that if, if you're looking for a five dollar coupon you buy a mm. comic and a half you know what they should do instead is they should just have the people keep their receipts and then submit that code online so the the customer is going completely through Marvel and cutting out the comic shop so the comic shop doesn't have to worry about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like keeping track of one person only can use this coupon. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but but at least the idea is it's supposed to be encouraging people to buy digitally and go to their comic store. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so we, we talked about Batman number seven. Just point out there's a new character in her. Harper Rowe. That's right. Who the heck is it? Some some girl shows up. Don't know. Just like one page. So check that out. Yeah. Another reason to buy the issue if you didn't exactly. already have one. Because you know when there's a new character and because Scott Snyder did it, who knows? Um, Avengers versus X-Men number one is going to ship a week early to retailers to hold on and prepare to have parties. Yeah, it's for the parties. And that's a crazy idea. Because, you know, someone at a comic store is going to read it and they're, you know, what a lot of um, like comic shops have been doing lately, I've been noticing on Twitter, mm-hmm. that they've been like posting like early reviews or comments and stuff like that. Because, you know, they get them before everyone. And that's supposed right. to, I mean, that, that was the idea. It's like comic shops get these comics early, their employees can read them. So when people come out on Wednesdays to buy their comics and say, hey, this was a great comic, you should totally get this. And, you know, so there's, there's that good idea. But it's kind of like giving them an unfair advantage when they're you know, for against us, mm-hmm. you know, because they can go out and talk about everything, and and you just have to. We hope, can't. You just have to hope that there's no. They're not, you know, revealing spoilers. So hopefully, comic shops are being responsible. Totally. Um, Miss Marvel. Great Gets her own news. Series. Great news. So she's um, getting her own series. Kelly Sue DeConnick, I like. She's 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 
She does. She's good. She's going to be writing Captain Marvel. So uh, Carol Danvers. Yep. So Carol Danvers is the new Captain Marvel, which is cool. It totally makes sense. It does she, totally she make ha- sense. Her origins are tied to Marvel, the original guy, mm-hmm. and she was a captain at somewhere in the Air Force, I'm sure, mm-hmm. and she was at the, I think, the CIA. She and she's cool. So I mean, for her, she reached fifty issues. You know, uh, Marvel has you know they they she has they can't the potential the, to be like. She like should be as popular as Captain America and Iron Man, and or be their iconic. They don't. Have, Marvel doesn't have an iconic female character. They need she one. She would her, be. She's got perfect. Marvel in her name. I know. Like, come on, Marvel. Jeez, Marvel. And the fact is, I mean, I don't know. I don't think like sales were like horrible on, no, on Miss Marvel. So I, I don't know why they said, okay, this is fifty. We're going to cancel it. And 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 so I wrote that article. It's like, what is she? She's been in New Avengers. It's like she's she's never really there. She's just kind of in a panel or two. She'll say something. She'll she'll punch someone. But she's she, unless I'm totally forgetting, her. she hasn't yeah. really been utilized. And she's such a cool character. Mm-hmm. But she cut her hair. So, I don't so know what? That. I like her hair short. I don't like short hair. I think it's cool. So, I don't know. Uh, Walking Dead two season finale happened. I still haven't watched it. But I know everything that happened because Eric. Eric Norris oh, writes, writes he the wrote his article, so I had to look at it. And you had to read it. Yeah. That sucks, dude. Yeah, that's a sacrifice I, I made. Oh, my gosh. That's but, funny. And I, don't, I probably shouldn't spoil it. Um, no. It's, it's really cool. A character appears at the end. It's, it's been all out there. We, I posted a spoiler because the, the character has been cast for season three. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be really cool. And from the image I saw, because I didn't watch the episode, it, it's true to the comic. and It's going to be cool. Yeah. So people know what I'm talking about if you watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing from WonderCon, Extreme X-Men. I don't know how you feel about that. It's like they're coming back. So it- there's a new story, but it's set in an alternate universe. And it's a bunch of X-Men characters that can jump into different times, Time realities. Lines, yeah. Kind of sounds like Exiles. Uh, yeah. Also, like, it's weird. Uh, I don't know why they're doing this. Let's make another friggin' X-Men book. But Dazzler's supposed to be like... Is it re- regular Dazzler? You know I, more about this than I do. Um, or is it alternate no, weird Dazzler? They didn't say, actually. I'm, so I'm wondering the fact that they um, specified her. They, are, they specified that it was alternate versions of Emma Frost that we saw in Exiles. Okay. Um, mm, okay, yeah, as long as they're acknowledged. Yeah, that Cyclops story. The most recent one. Oh, that was Astonishing X Men. Was that Astonishing X Men? Okay, that, that's why they that's this should is. continue in, in there. That's what that's what it is. So the story we saw in Astonishing X Men that featured those characters that mm-hmm. are in an alternate universe. Mm-hmm. The a lot of those characters are going to appear in this new um, Extreme X Men book, including Emma Frost, and I think because there's a Wolverine. There's like old Wolverine, older yeah. bushier Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. There's like Baby Nightcrawler. Yep, the Baby Nightcrawler, <laughs> which looks cute. So I have cute. to admit. Um. I just, and Dazzler and Emma. But I Dazzler's just, supposed to be leading the team. That's weird. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. I just, I don't know how I feel. It's like, we don't need another X-Men book. Uh, I'm cool with it if Dazzler's leading the team. I, I think that's when, neat. When I think of extreme X-Men, I think of, you know, Storm, Bishop, Psylocke. Sure. Gambit, Rogue. Yeah. I mean, the, that was Chris Claremont, Salvador LaRocca, which, you know, I like Salvador LaRocca. really like it. Um, so it's just weird that they're doing that. Um, also from WonderCon, so I mentioned this, the Dark Avengers taking over Thunderbolts, which I think is going to be very interesting. Um, they're basically doing the same thing. So in the current Avengers storyline, Norman Osborn 
created another team of Dark Avengers. You know, duplicates of the heroes are all insane. They're all deadly. I, I almost think they're like worse than the original Dark, Dark Avengers. Avengers. And so that's pretty much this. It's just weird that they made this announcement because the Norman Osborn stories kind of ended in Avengers. I think it was twenty four, two weeks ago or last week. I think mm-hmm. It was two weeks ago. Um, but the final, final issue is going to be next week in New Avengers, whatever number that is. I can't keep track. Mm-hmm. So it's like the story's over, but it's not. And then they already said that the Dark Avengers are going to be – they're kind of taking the place of the Thunderbolts, which is why the series is taking place of the Thunderbolts. Luke Cage is going to be trying to lead them, which is insane. But the idea of we're going to – we have this team. We're going to send them on deadly, crazy missions. If they die, eh, that's okay because they're all deadly killers. But I just think you got the huge potential for things to blow up. Yeah, absolutely. So, and – Poor Luke Cage to, to try to deal with that. Um, Marvel's Select, Diamond Select, they announced there's going to be a Storm figure. So that's cool. She's got her original costume. Um, they said there's going to be a variant with like casual, I think it was casual clothing. I don't know what really that what that meant. If she's going to have uh, clothes. They should do a mohawk. Jeans and a t-shirt? Mo- variant with a mohawk head. Okay. So I don't know. And Batman Live tickets are on sale. Cool. World Tour yeah. Action that World Tour. Like no. US. Yeah, US South tour. So check that out. I think we might check that out. We might. Well, go down. If you know the way to San Jose, that's where it's at. It's also, mm-hmm. I think the first show in the US is in Anaheim because Tom Pinchuk's like, you're going to Batman Live. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if he's going to go. Maybe. I don't know. All right. Questions. Are you ready for questions? Let's go. All right. Sniffum's actual. Yes. Mm-hmm. How are you guys doing with the move to the new offices? Great. Thank you for asking. Hope it's going well and it the is. chances are good for Comic Vine. So, yeah, we kind of talked about the we're, 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 things are we're good. happy. Happy. Things are fun. Yeah. So things are looking up. And like I said, stay tuned. Um, Need Him Comics says, which we saw him, right? Yeah, yeah we, we did see him. him briefly. Yeah. yeah, very briefly. So insane. That's the convention in our time. I don't know where there's like a black hole sucking time away over the weekend. I like forget everything that happens. Yeah. I pretend certain comic stories or retcons I don't like didn't happen. Mm-hmm. What comic stories do you all pretend never happened? <laughs> That's a brand new day. I wish that didn't happen. Brand I, new day you wish never I, happened. I, I, the really? marriage. I mean, it, it, it's like, okay, Peter had a, got a new girlfriend, Carly Cooper. They broke up and now he's, he's friends with Mary Jane because she knows his secret. They're, they're like best friends, which is cool and everything like that. But, I just I, why not why why can't they be together and it's mm-hmm. the whole thing is you know whoever in charge doesn't want people you know that they don't think people want to read about a married superhero which maybe some people don't but i don't know i don't see i didn't think it was necessary there are a few i think there are lots of them off the top of my head wonder woman like before the new 52 oh that whole series was terrible i didn't like that Amazonian, the the one in green, I, I forget her name. Who cares? That never happened. Yeah, okay, yeah, and it didn't happen now because we got the new fifty two. Um, and he the later same need him comics mm. asked another question: Would a young Ted Core just starting out as Blue Beetle, similar to how they are showing some characters as young on Young Justice, um, be the way to go in introducing him, Ted Cord, Blue Beetle, in the new fifty two? As a young inventor just becoming a hero and never had been shot by Max Lord, would that be acceptable to bring him back? How quickly would he become friends with Booster Gold, too? Um, That's really a big hypothetical question. I don't think they could do that. I mean, they already have Jaime Reyes. 
Yeah. He's got his own series. So he's going, I mean, and yeah, he's a different Blue Beetle. They could bring back Ted Cord. I don't think they're going to bring Ted back. Not anytime soon. But he may not be dead. That's the thing. He could still be around. Yeah, he could. He could. Um, This guy, Metal Mike, Tom's friend, Mm -hmm. um, he, he, I talked to him at Long Beach and he was hoping that they would do like turn Guy Gardner into a teenager. So an angry teenage Green Lantern. That would be cool. I mean, that would be like, you know, Perfect. who knows what could happen. Be ex- and, but the Lots thing is, of anger. Guy Gardner's fans would flip out. They would, they would yeah, hate they would. it. They but, would hate it. Uh, it could be something interesting. Yeah, it would be. But like, too late. Someone missed out. All right, next, um, Foxfire Art. Uh, I think one, he has a couple questions. I think I'm going to hold off on one, and I told him this, since there's only two of us. Like, I don't even know if I should ask the first one, because I think I know how you're going to answer this. So it says, if you had, oh, I didn't see this. If you had... To get a comic-based tattoo, you have to. What would you get inked? And this, okay, this might be a personal. Where on yourself would you have it? Uh, I don't like this question. So would you get a comic? Let's say you had, like, is there like a logo? No. Like, anything? No. What, what if you have to? I don't have to. All right. Sorry. She doesn't like your question. And then it says Tony can pass if he wants since he already has his crew. Maybe we'll, if, if Corey's here next week, we'll ask him. Ask it again later. Yeah. Um, obviously, I have two superhero-ish. James has one. Yeah. I mean, I James got, has a huge one on his arm that is like Tintin. Yeah, Elfring's got a, a He's few. got Green Lantern, right? Yeah. I mean, I got my Madman exclamation bolt. I got my Kryptonian wording. Yeah. So, I don't... And I don't, you know, I don't think... They, they say... Corey has one. Maybe Corey has one. Maybe it's in some private area. I don't want to know. But, um, the whole, like, where would you put it? I don't like that question. It's I, just creepy. Well, that's, I mean, yeah, because obviously some people get stuff in personal areas which there's nothing wrong with that's fine but you know some people say i'd get it on my calf or i'd get it on my arm which yeah that's fine but i don't know yeah uh, i mean because some some tattoos are personal and should, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, i feel like all tattoos should be personal but i mean if, if they you, should not be something you get because you get really drunk one day and go into a tattoo parlor and be like i like that one and point to it yeah definitely it's on the wall but i mean if you do get one somewhere visible it's not really personal in a way. Yeah. I mean, it, it can be like, like my, my Kryptonian. I mean, this is a personal tattoo. The reason I got it. And, sure, yeah. and you know, some people know what it says. That's fine. I have, I have a problem with that, but, and it, it's kind of visible if I wear a short sleeve shirt, right. my, my madman one, which is less personal, but it's, since it's on my, what, what do you call this? Not my bicep, my shoulder area, whatever that I don't have. No. Anyways, you don't really see that unless I'm wearing like a muscle shirt, which I don't. Or yeah. I'm at the beach, which I don't right. go to the Cancun and sit on the beach yeah, for I a week like some people. Yeah. So, um, Dude, you need to let it go. <laughs> well, you keep bringing it up like every five minutes. Not, not five minutes. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, but I, wouldn't, I don't think I'd get another one. I, there's nothing. Cause they, you know, when people get their first tattoos and it's like some people become addicted and they want another one. They want another one. But I don't think I really want another one. I don't know. Okay, so we'll come back to that. Um, this is from Pauldro. Which Watchmen mini are you guys excited for? All of them. So I will read through the list. So we have Rorschach, Court Issues, Brian Azzarello, Lee Bermejo. That's going to be awesome, Lee Bermejo. Yeah. And Brian Azzarello, obviously. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah, that's going to be awesome. Minutemen, Six Issues. Darwin Cook. Writer, artist, Darwin Cook. So that'll Mm -hmm. be, I don't know how we feel about the idea of the the Minutemen. Could be interesting. I'm excited. I guess a time period. I can't wait. So... So, but but since it's Darwin Cook, obviously that that makes me totally interested. Mm-hmm. Um, 
comedian, six issues, Brian Azzarello and JG Jones. That's going to be really be insane. Crazy. Yeah. And gross, probably really gross. Mm-hmm. It's like, I miss JG Jones' art. Like, yeah. Where have you been? Me too. Dr. Manhattan, four issues, J. Michael Straczynski. Well, hopefully. We'll see. I mean, he's, he's, he, he's done some really great stuff, some okay stuff. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he's, he's back on his A game. Artist Adam Hughes. I know. That's crazy. Can't wait to see that. Doing interiors? That's yeah. insane. Yeah. That never happens anymore. Um, I don't know. Like the idea of a Dr. Manhattan comic, I don't know. Could be interesting. Mm-hmm. But because they're working, because Adam Hughes mainly. Yeah, that's worth seeing. Night Owl, four issues. J. Michael Straczynski again. Artist Andy and Joe Kubert. That's so going to be that's great. That's going to look really cool. Um, then we also have Ozymandias, six issues. Writer Lynn Ween and artist Jay Lee. So that's going to. It's, it's weird. We have such a variety of art. It's it's almost like you can't put them all together because. But they're, they're all so, like yeah. really huge powerhouse. Yeah. And speaking cool. of different, so you go from Jay Lee, then you got Amanda Connor, and totally different. Um, Silk Spectre, four issues. Darwin Cook and Amanda Connor. That's going to be great. So, for all the 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 before Watchmen haters, and again, I understand why people would be against it. That's fine, but. I think, you know, for all these people, I mean, it's almost like they're putting their credibility on, on the line mm-hmm. right? because a lot of people are going to hate these creators for, for doing this because they feel it's totally wrong. But I think for them to take it, unless they're getting paid a buttload of money, which I don't necessarily think is the case. I mean, they're probably getting something, but they're, they're putting their stamp on there. So they must believe in the project because I don't think they're going to say, yeah, I'll take your money and do something that people are going to hate. You know, that doesn't make sense. So I, I have to think it's going to be really good. Because I don't think they would invest all this to have something blow up. Okay, next, the kid Nixon asks. So our answer was all of them. Um, yeah. Kid Nixon asks, with your new CBS superiors, can y'all start pitching them my CSI Gotham City pilot? Um, uh, sure. But why not? Because of CBS Warner. Well, I guess they could do Warner. I mean, Big Bang Theory is Warner Brothers Television, but I don't know if they'll listen to us just yet. I don't think so. Maybe, maybe in a, a couple weeks or months. Who knows? Um, Dyloza asks, would you buy all of the Before Watchmen series as a fan? Oh, I mean, there's two questions there. If you're a fan of Watchmen or if you're a fan of the creators, obviously you're a fan of creators, it's no question. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of the Watchmen, I, would think, I think the answer is yes to both of them because yeah. you're going to want to see what they're doing. And for those who are skeptical, check out the first issue. And mm-hmm. you know, make your your decision from there. Don't just say this is wrong. Shouldn't have because maybe it's going to be get over it. Whatever it it sucks if you you don't like it. It's great if you do like it. Just mm-hmm. give it a try before just condemning it. Um, R. C. Grimshaw asks, any chance of more GB crossover? Say a look at comic based game joint subscriber podcast. Who knows? I mean, we're all we're all in the same office. We're all in the same family. Maybe we'll do something with Gamespot. Maybe we'll do something Maybe with, with will. TV.com. Who knows? So um, anything's possible. Um, ask them, I guess. Um, and, and again, it's all scheduling because trying to yeah, get everyone to all do something at the same time is, can be crazy. Um, Walking Carpet asks, this is all at CBS. <laughs> with the CBS acquisition of Comic Vine, are you guys planning on expanding your staff? Um, not yet. Not, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. And what excites you most now that you have access to bigger and better resources like that crazy green screen? And do you have plans for more video content? So, yeah, we talked about that. We're, we're looking into that. So mm-hmm. that is the plan. We'll see how things go. 
So I'm so, <laughs> should, we should probably mention, I, I got lost on the way up here. <laughs> I, we, we were just here yesterday because our podcast, is, this crazy podcast room is in a different floor. I, I took the elevator to the wrong floor and I'm walking. It's like, this looks familiar, but I'm like, wait, shouldn't it But be? everything looks the same. I was like, it's supposed to be Every back here. Every floor you leave looks exactly the same. But so. Because our floor is a little different than yeah, this floor. But, but it's but. like, we share a floor with like GameSpot and Giant Bomb and like fun yeah. fun stuff. So you get like... All five this, and six is like the same. Yeah, five and six Except is the same. Except this awesome podcast room. Well, it's the CNET floor. This is the CNET floor. Yeah. So. It's a little... So, yeah, that was when I'm like, what's going on? It's big, but it's a little boring. I was like, I was just here yesterday, and I'm already lost. And I, I didn't want to ask one just yet, because I was like, I got to know where it's at, obviously, because mm-hmm. I'm going to have to come up here. So I was kind of looking around, mm-hmm. and finally I asked someone, they were like, uh, I, if you they, don't know. they didn't know anything. I don't know podcast room, because yeah. it's on another floor. So they mm-hmm. come up. They're some other department that doesn't do podcasts. So you ask, like, human resources, like, where's the podcast room? Yeah. They're not going to know. Yeah. They're going to be like, what is that? Like, who are you? <laughs> Why are you asking me? How'd you get in here? Um, Vamp Re asks, what do you think about the changes to the Amazon? Specifically, do you deem it as sexist, for lack of a better term? And uh, you already answered this. You're, you're, you're cool with it. You think there's potential. I haven't read it yet, so I have no comment. Mm-hmm. So, we'll no, to, I don't think it's sexist. Yeah, so we'll have to give it a chance, see where to go with it. Um, Ryan Matt K. Everybody's so worried about sexism. Anyway, yeah. I mean it, it's it's touchy subject because see the thing is a lot of things can be misconstrued. I, it's, it's a very it's, it's a very easy. personal thing, but I think like as soon as one person that people listen to say, "Oh, that's sexist," then everybody jumps on the bandwagon. I think that that's the problem. But it's 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 also easy, yeah, because once someone is accused, because people like remember when Voodoo first came out mm-hmm. or before Voodoo came out, people were like, "Oh, she's a stripper." Mm-hmm. That is sexist. But that's the thing. Once someone is labeled or accused of being sexist, and it kind of sticks it's, to them, it's t- it's like a, even it's if like that's a, not the intention, it's like a scarlet letter. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Yeah, it is. Um, how do you see Marvel writing Hulk, Green Hulk, into Avengers versus X Men? You know, I have not read the last Incredible Hulk, um, which I think I don't. Remember, it wasn't. I think it was last week. That's it came Mark out. Silvestri, right? Doing well, sometimes doing it, the art. Yeah. Jason Aaron writing it. Um, with Jason Aaron is writing, I think he's writing the, at least the first few Avengers vs. X Men. He's he's part of it because there's other pe- a lot of people working on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm trying to think if I've there was I think there was one teaser of Green Hulk versus Emma, but who knows if those matchups and all those teasers are going to actually happen? Yeah, we don't know. But if I mean Jason Aaron's writing him, and I didn't read last week's issue. Um, I think Matt reviewed it last week. Last last week was crazy, um, so I don't, I don't know because he's not he's not part of either team. So it's like first of all, why would he care if it's Avengers versus X Men unless right. he's going to care about the Phoenix Force and the end of the world and all that? So I don't know how they would even bring him in. Like why you know Red Hulk makes sense; he's in the Avengers, mm-hmm. but Green Hulk he mm. used to be an Avenger long 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 time ago. But yeah, but not anymore. Unless I don't know. That's yeah. interesting. Um, outside of Flesh in 2000 AD and Pirates in Pangea in the Phoenix comic, there is a distinct lack of dinosaurs in comic books. Why are comics so anti-dinosaur forms? And, <laughs> and when will we rise above the hate? This is from Damn Sweden. Um, Kirk, Robert Kirkman has, was it Super Dinosaur? It's kind of like a, a 
It's almost it's like an it's all like a kids age, book. Yeah, you know, yeah. I I it was. A, Did he mention the Dark Horse book about dinosaurs? There's a, what's that called? That that. One. I'll look it up. And there there's also um, there's a dinosaurs versus aliens mm-hmm. from Dynamite. There's like it's like a hardcover book. It's, very, it's I think it's they might make a movie out of it. It's Barry Sonnenfeld's involved with it. Grant Morrison's involved with it. So I because I remember we posted like this huge. This is like almost like 30 images, like sketches and character designs and all this stuff. So that's coming out in May. So there's going to be a lot of dinosaurs there. And I'm saying that's probably why dinosaurs really. Age of reptiles. Yeah, that's it. I'm, th- I'm thinking that's really what happened to the dinosaurs. Because, um, you know, if you think aliens versus dinosaur, who do you think is going to win? Uh, aliens because the dinosaurs. Let's see. It's probably the dinosaurs win. They beat the aliens. They steal their spaceships. They take off. That's why everyone thinks they're dead. So they'll come back. Maybe someday. And they built a pyramid. And then it'll be humans versus dinosaur aliens. Versus aliens. Versus cowboys. Versus dinosaur aliens. Versus turtles. Well, Ninja turtles. Well, who asked that question? Dan Sweden. Sweden? Mm-hmm. You should read Age of Reptiles from Dark Horse. There's by no words. Ricardo Delgado. It's so awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Zalsha. Do you guys know – I would answer this. Do you guys know if Jim Lee is off Justice League entirely because I just wasn't really liking the new art? So, no. Jim yeah. Lee is coming back um, in two issues. Yeah, because I think, I think next issue is Gary, Gary Frank. And then after Gary, that, it's Jim. Jim Lee again, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's catching up, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, as long as it's not in the middle of a story arc, like, you know, if, if you're – I always think about something like when it's collected as a trade. If something's – if it's going to flip-flop in the middle there – that's going to be a problem. But if, if an artist needs to take a break somewhere. You got to do it. Yeah. Cause Otherwise that book is going to be late and, and that's a problem. You don't want it to be rushed. You don't want it to exactly. be like. You don't want rushed Jim Lee art. No. So it's just like let whatever. Him, let the man take his time. But if it's completely drastic art, that could be a problem. It, you know, it, it's, it's a little hard to, to get used to that. So he is going to come back. Um, Sean H22. What kind of changes are you most looking forward to now that Comic Vine has a new home? Videos, more content, well, more, um, more support. Yeah, more we're friends. we're excited. More, yeah, bigger family. Yeah, I like it. So, so far, so nice. Yeah, you don't have to talk to the same people. You can talk to other people. No, actually, honestly, you want to know what I'm most excited about? We have windows in our office now. We were working in a basement before, and it was depressing. But if they do remodel, who knows? What? I'm going to request that we are by a window. Okay. Good luck with that. And our last question is by Sweetest Toaster. Do you think that Batman will ever cross the line and kill the Joker if pushed hard enough? Would you do it if you were Batman? I'm- I would have killed the Joker a long time ago. Long, long, long time ago. What's interesting is... Um, Jeff Loeb says he has a story that he and mine, like that, where that happens. Because obviously, that's going to be the end of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to completely change everything. Jeff Loeb is never going to write that story. Well, he can't now. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Marvel corporate yeah, man, he's like president of television or whatever. Yeah, so it, I don't know. But maybe you know, maybe <laughs> he can some, pitch it to Jeff Johns. Yeah, but maybe I don't know. But, but then I don't know if I really want Jeff writing. Writing Batman. Yeah. Because he doesn't really like Batman, does he? It doesn't seem like it. It's all about Hal Jordan and Aquaman. It's all about Hal Jordan and, and Aquaman. Yeah, him too. So, 
I don't know. That's all the questions I have. Is that it? That's it. Is that the end of our podcast? It could be, I think. Oh, my gosh. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. We're really sorry that the last two weeks we were without a podcast. But we didn't have an office one week. Or we didn't. So we saw John Carter. <laughs> last week we didn't have an office. Or last week we did have an office, but, yeah, but we, we were, were in Anaheim. Yeah, the week and then before. the week before that, we didn't have an office. We were displaced. We were refugees. We were like kicked out in the streets. <laughs> we were, we so were refugees. We go to the movies. <laughs> we did. We saw John Carter instead. Yeah. Um, so make sure to you know check out the site, check out our video interviews. We we spoke to Dan Didio, Jim Lee, Scott Snyder, and, and Brian Bucciolato. Lots of lots of lots of people. Um, we've got some really great cosplay uh, pictures up on the site as well. And um, you know, so j- please please go check that stuff out and enjoy it. And uh, this weekend we'll have some posts up. Mm-hmm. And then next weekend we might have. Uh, more unique content for you guys, more more new and different stuff. So keep checking every day. Yeah, check back every day and um, next week, Friday. Podcast. Podcast. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great weekend. See you guys.